before we get into the whole spiel, um, I want us to give just some quick background on how we met, and uh, and then we'll go from there. Okay, so I'll start it. Okay. So a couple years ago, about I don't know when I was like 15, 16, I was making videos on YouTube. I was uh, making like rap videos and just doing music and putting videos out there and just showing them to them, to the to the people. And at some point, these videos started to like catch some, you know, a little bit of steam, you know? Yeah. And <laughs> um, little did I know that in Texas, somebody was watching my videos at 16 years of age. And one of those people that were watching was actually your, your friend. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. An old friend of mine. I was in, I don't know what, I think it was history class. Mm -hmm. An old friend of mine was playing one of his, one of his songs and I liked it, so I asked her who that was because I didn't know who it was. Obviously, yeah. she told me your name, which was Eric David at the time, at his the little time. rap name, yeah, his little underground rapper name, and I followed you. Yeah, and you <laughs> stayed up with me. You kept up with me. You followed me on. Yeah. Well, you subscribed to the channel and you would comment, and then you, and then you followed me on Instagram. A couple years later, I wasn't doing music at the time anymore. I, you know, I, I noticed her, I followed her back, and I, I specifically followed her because I was like, man, she supports me. Somebody like this will always support you. Like, that was literally my thought process. Yeah, Somebody like crazy. this will always support you, and so I'm going to follow her and, you know, interact with her whenever she, like, interacts with me, make sure I'm nice, just mm -hmm. because I appreciate the support. And um, yeah. uh, long story short, this is a much longer story, but as we cut it short, I, I was in a, rela a relationship of six years. That relationship ended, and um, mm -hmm. I began to pray and ask God for my wife. I, I felt the Lord told tell me she's already on the way. And when I heard that, I was like, bet. And I just had come to Jesus. And so for me to hear this, I don't know, it was like super, super exciting. Um, yeah. She herself had gone through a bunch of stuff at the time, too. Okay. She had been in a terrible Basically. accident. Where I broke my left pelvis, both my ankles, and my left humerus. So I had this big old scar. And she was ejected from the car. She yeah. forgot to mention that. Sorry, and yeah. a car that did about well, multiple flips. Multiple flips. Person died. It was very yeah. I bad. Was in, I was in the hospital for two months. Yeah. I couldn't walk. I couldn't talk because I had this in my mouth, <laughs> or in my throat, in really. Throat, yeah. Yeah, it's really bad. I really yeah. wish we could even show the other scar. We're not going to, obviously, because that, that's too much. But it was a really, really, really bad accident. And in that time, um, again, I was in a relationship. She was going through a lot of stuff. Um, even outside of uh, the accident, she had gone through different experiences with alcohol. And, and, and we won't get fully into it just yet. But okay, yeah. you were, what were you doing? Clubbing? I was just out there, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I was out here just dancing, going on clubs, yeah. going drinking. Yeah. Um, we were both going through things, and mm -hmm. I had made a prayer. You actually had been also asking God for your husband. Yeah. It's funny enough that summer of 2019, for a month straight, I went to a wedding every weekend. And I believe it was the last wedding I went to. No. Mm -hmm. The second to last wedding I went to. That summer of 2019 was a was a friend of my sister named Janice, who she's she's a she's a follower she's a believer of, of the Lord, and her husband is super tall, 
I want to say six four, six five, mm-hmm. and she's my height, and I'm five feet. And I told her, "Oh my God, Fidel is so tall." And she told me, "Yeah, I prayed for that. Mm. I prayed for a tall man." And literally, that day, I remember going on Twitter mm-hmm. and dra- I didn't tweet it. I put, I sent in my draft tweets, yeah. and I put, "God has been really telling me to pray for my husband." But I've been in, I've been neglecting it because mm. I had been it's yeah. been my it had been in my mind mm. but I felt kind of silly praying for a husband because I knew I don't know I had this weird thought process that God knows me God God knows my desires I don't need to don't tell to him yeah. yeah I don't need to ask I don't need to tell him what I want in a man he knows mm-hmm. but it's the power of, of our voice. Yeah, there's, 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 yeah, there's absolutely, words. yeah, 100%. So, I believe that that night that I was like, God, I wanna, yeah. but I think I, I thought it in my mind, and honestly, the, the it was the second day, the next day that you and I started, started talking? talking. That's crazy. It was crazy. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, just that in itself, praying for your partner, I think it's, it's absolutely key. Um, but yeah, we were, we were both asking for it. We were both at a point where we were tired just because of past experiences that we've had. Um, for me personally, I had been in, uh, again, like I, I had been in a six year relationship with uh, a woman and from like 18 to 23. Three? 23, almost 20, 24. 23, almost 24. Um, and it was, you know, it was very sexual. I mean, we didn't, we didn't know any better. That's how we, that's how the relationship really like started. I mean, two weeks after we started talking and, um, and that's how it progressed the whole time. And there was just, you know, just a lot that you do in a, in a relationship like that. And even prior to that, I was having um, sex with different women. I mean, even in that relationship, I, I, I had cheated. And so it was just a complete mess that I was living in. And uh, uh, it, it wasn't good. I mean, it, you know, at the time I was also addicted to um, marijuana and uh, I, I was just completely in the world. I was shooting parties. I was doing all of these different things. And so I, when I prayed for my wife, it was from a, also from a moment, a, a moment of just realizing how tired I was. And I do believe yeah. that you also can relate to that as well, because you had been, you had gone through some things. Yeah, I had gone through so much hurt. Yeah. That summer, I had lost my virginity. Yeah. I was, I was, I always wanted to wait. My, I always wanted to wait. Marriage too. It was this the the year that in the year that we started talking too that same year. Yeah. In May of 2019. 2019. Yeah. I got stupidly drunk, completely blacked out drunk, and I ended up being intimate with someone who I didn't even know. Yeah. I knew of him, but he wasn't my friend. He wasn't my boyfriend. He wasn't even with us. To go out, mm. man was completely sober, and I was completely under the influence yeah. of alcohol. So that really scarred me, and honestly, has traumatized me with even that, even the idea of sex. Mm. And it happened twice. And it happened twice. 
So what, what happened with the um, with the second time? The second time, again, I just fell into that lie of I already did it once. Might as well keep doing it, mm. which is so toxic, so dumb. <laughs> How did that affect you, though? Okay, so you did the first time. And then the second time it happens, how does that how does that reflect now in your mind and your heart? What's what's going on there? I feel disappointed in myself. I feel like I disappointed God because I had a I had a whole purity ring. I don't I don't wear it anymore, yeah. even though I'm still waiting. I'm pre waiting, awaiting again. Yeah. But I just feel like I disappointed God, my fan, my parents, my family, my yeah. sisters. The my older sisters, the one who gave me that purity ring to begin with. And my parents have always told my sisters and I to value ourselves, our bodies, yeah. to have morals. So I just felt really sad, really bad about myself. I didn't know who to go to. Mm. Obviously, I didn't go to my mom, nor my sisters. And going to my friends at the time wasn't, I wasn't getting wise advice you know your friends were doing doing it you know probably you know involving indulging in the same things and so you know to them that was probably normal as well yeah it was normal for them so which they were, is they also were, not their fault yeah it's not their fault right that's just i mean again the enemy working right like there's there's a force that's working against us that's that's influencing us and i mean though we all make our decisions is not taking the responsibility from the person you know what i'm saying but yeah. at the end of the day I, I think that's why it's so important for us to share because um it is to show like yes like the lord now is doing a good work in us but he took us out of something you know what i'm saying and and those friends needed that help as well but mm-hmm. for you, it was more you had to go some, through something extremely traumatic, which usually is what happens, unfortunately, yeah. Yeah. to make you realize, like, man, I need a change in my life. And that's what happened. Yeah. So you went through things. I went through things. Yes. We both were tired. <laughs> Obviously, you yeah. know, now with like kind of the background, I think people can have like a, a little more of understanding. And this is... Um, this is the short version of like everything that we have been through. Yeah. And, um, and we find ourselves now praying and asking for, um, you know, our, our partner. And, um, and then, you know, we reconnect through social media. The Lord is good. Um, the Lord is absolutely good. <laughs> and now we've been together for a year and eight months. Yes. Hallelujah. And, <laughs> <laughs> and like every other couple, we fight, we argue. Yes. And uh, and obviously, with even without having the the sexual activity, we not we're not absolutely not perfect. But by sexual activity, we mean we're not having sex. We're waiting until marriage. Yes. And um, because we've kind of removed that distraction, we have more time to argue. <laughs> yeah we have more time to see each other's flaws and be like ooh I'm yeah. like that yeah and so a couple of days ago um, you said I don't think you love me and and she didn't say it nicely either she said it very stern and harsh mm. it cut my soul how can I say that nicely I don't think you love me 
Oh, that's a little too. I don't think you love me. No, no, yeah, no. But you said it. Why did you say that? Straight up. I just don't feel loved by you. Like currently? <laughs> no, I just didn't feel loved by you. But I'm, well, and I mean, what I mean by that is. I just didn't feel cherished by you. Yeah, the you were talking about, you know, the communication. Yeah, to me, communication. Even if you were to each other's reach, <laughs> the communication would still be an important thing to me because it is. It is so important. It's so in, important, especially yeah. in long distance. Yeah, it's important in every relationship, but obviously, long it's distance, no super sex. important in long distance relationships because that's all you have. Yeah, that's all you have. Well, and it's not all you have. You still have God, oh, but communication is very OB. important. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, obviously, you also had been asking for other things in our relationship, which we won't go into detail. I have been asking for things from you, and I think ever since we started dating, we have been asking for things from. Each other. Each other. And some things are not godly, not, are not necessarily, uh, I don't want to say not godly, but I, say, I, I would say that some of the expectations that we had as far as like what we need to receive in order to categorize it as love that we have between us mm-hmm. weren't necessarily attached to love biblically. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And so that's something that I wanted to, that's literally what I wanted to touch on because when you said that when you said Eric I don't think you love me I said Lord help me because I mean it's kind of very hard to come back from that Mm -hmm. and um and when you said that God uh, I felt the Lord bring me to first Corinthians 13 4 through 5 which is the first verse that I want to touch on Mm -hmm. so when she said I don't think uh, you love me what the Holy Spirit prompted me to say was, well, what do you think love is? And you couldn't really give me an answer to that. And as I thought about it, I didn't really have a clear cut answer. Mm-hmm. And so being a man of God, filled with the Holy Spirit, I was like, hey, son, we got a book. We got the <laughs> word of God who can tell us what love is. And so I looked that up right in that moment, in that heated moment. I said, went on, on Google. Google. Yeah, I said, uh, uh, what does love mean biblically? And it took me to 1 Corinthians 13, verse 4 through 5. It says, love is patient. Love is kind. It doesn't envy. It does not boast. It is not proud. It does not dishonor others. It is not self-seeking. It is not easily angered. It keeps no record of wrongs. I'm going to read it one more time. It says, love is patient. Love is kind. There's no envy. There's no boasting. Mm-hmm. I'm better than you. I, I, I do this. There's none of that. It's not proud. It's not proud. It doesn't dishonor. That in itself, what is honor? That's a whole different thing. You know yeah. what I'm saying? It's not self-seeking. Mm-hmm. It is not easily angered. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> My girl over here. 
and it keeps no records of wrongs. How many times do we go into an argument and say, well, remember? Yeah. Well, how about that time that, uh, and the word of God tells us like, that is not love, Mm -hmm. you know? And so when I read this verse, I was like, oh man. That is not love. I just think about all the times I've committed the same sin and imagine God saying that. Remember that time you told me you would have stopped doing that? Yeah, it's not good. When that's God- a that's a good that's a good no, that's a beautiful perspective, mm-hmm. right? Like and and we're gonna get to that, right? So yeah. my response after I read that was, wait a minute. We both don't know what love is. Truly, truly. Yeah. At the core. Um, the Holy Spirit revealed to me that we were both learning and unlearning. Uh, about love right Mm -hmm. so then it brought me to these it brought me to three points that i want to share which the first point is understanding that what is love in the most simplest terms god is love first john 4 16 it says and so we know and rely on the love of god on the love god has for us god is love whoever lives in love lives in God and God in them. Mm. Okay? So God is love and we rely on his love to be able to properly give that love. Without him... We don't know what love is. It, it Yeah, it doesn't happen, right? Yeah. Now, the second point I want to propose, now we, you know, we, we settled in that God is love. Yes. We keep it very simple. Second point is, I want to propose okay. that the love you know, apart from God, is fake. Yes. It's a mock-up. It's an imitation. It's a phony. If you are not in God's love, if you're not abiding in God, if you're not living with God, then your idea of love is fake. Yeah. Now you guys that are listening, you you know, I'm I'm guessing the majority of you guys are Christians and so you may be saying, Well, you know what I'm saying? Well damn, I know I know God because I walk with God. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I mean I know love because you know I walk with God. And it's like, okay, cool. I wanna challenge you a little bit more on that. And and and, and this is for us too, right? <laughs> nah, straight up. Okay? Because you can very simple. You could fall into that. Yeah. You could know of God, but you could you could also not really know, know God. God. Okay. Yes. So the second point is that the love you know apart from God is fake, a mock-up, a phony, an imitation. But don't feel bad. Like don't feel bad if that is you or if you know somebody that is living that out, right? Like mm-hmm. some of our friends in the past, right? Yeah. Let's we can't shame them we can't blame them because we got to remember right god is love right who killed god who killed jesus man so mankind when jesus came mankind didn't know what love was because they killed him you feel me i feel you (laughs) no but it's real so we can't blame others for not knowing how to yeah. love because mankind literally killed who is love. So how can we expect them to know? Right. And Even that's, us to know. Right. So that, now that's the big question. Okay, well, if, if 
then how, how do we know what God is? How can we begin that process of really understanding what love is, right? Mm-hmm. And so here we go. Uh, John 15, four to five says, this is Jesus uh, talking. Abide in me. To abide basically means to be right there, to, to, to. So is basically a rule, decision, or recommendation. Accept or act in accordance with. Does that make sense? A little bit. <laughs> so abide is basically like if I'm abiding in you, I am going to do everything that I want to do. Yeah, you know, I'm <laughs> abiding in you. If you, if you want to go to the store and I want to abide in you, I'm going to go with you to that store. If you say, we're not going to do this no more, I'm going to abide with you and I'm going to say, okay, I'm not doing that no more. <laughs> right? It's like you, you have to be right there with them. And so Jesus says, Jesus says, abide in me, right? Be with me. Stay here very close to me. Mm-hmm. And he says, and I in you. As the branch cannot bear fruit by itself unless it abides in the vine. Neither can you unless you abide in me. I am the vine. You are the branches. Whoever abides in me and I in him, uh, he it is that bears much fruit. Apart from me, you can do nothing. So if nothing. So you can't do nothing. Whatever you want to do. You can put that to anything. anything. You want to do business? You want to do good business? You can't do it without Without, without God, you can't do it without the vine. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You want to be a good communicator? You can't do it without God. You want to be a good teacher? You can't do it without God. Well, you can't do it without communicating with God. Exactly. And abiding, is com- it's, that falls under that. You mm-hmm. have to communicate. You have to know what that other person is doing. Yeah. You know? And so abide. How do we start to um, learning about love? We abide in the one who is love, we abide in Jesus. And Jesus tells us, abide in me and I in you, and you will, you will bear good fruit, right? You will be fruitful. Now, the third point that I want to make is that God loved us. So the first point is God is love. Second point is, apart from God, whatever you think is love is not correct. Why? Because you have to abide in who is love. You have to stand next to who is love. You have to live next to who is love to know what love is. Three, you have to understand that God loves you, right? God loves you. God loves me. Why is that so important? I can't even even fully answer that. (laughs) That in itself is supernatural, it's something about understanding that God loves you that just completely shifts how you love others. And, and, yeah. but, but we're going to keep it super simple. Like God loved us. How did God love us? Genesis. How has he shown him that he loves us? Yeah. What was the, what was the major thing that he did to show us how much he loves us? He died for us. He died for us. He died for our sins. He put himself on a tree. He crucified himself. He was crucified by, by his own creation, right? Yes. God loved us so much that he came down from heaven. He came down from the throne. He said, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to show you guys how to love each other. I'm going to live among you. 
you know, I'm going to show you what true love, uh, what true love looks like. And you can see that in the life of Jesus. Mm -hmm. If you want to know what love looks like, you study Jesus and he'll show it to you. Right. Um, and people are not going to be able to recognize me. They're not going to be able to be recognized love. And what are they going to do? They're going to panic. Um, and they're going to murder the one who is love. They're going to murder the son of God. Um, and Jesus very much being Jesus, being the son of God, he could have said, man, let lightning fall upon every creature that's yeah. trying to kill your boy. But that's he said, tripping. yeah, but he said, you know what? Uh, I'm gonna let them do it. Why? I love you. Because I love you. And this is such a crazy act of love that whoever believes it will be saved from death. You know what I'm saying? So it's such a crazy act of love that it's so unbelievable that whoever believes that act, they will be saved from death. And so he had to die because without that act, then we're left with nothing. We don't have a savior. We don't have, we don't have a way out, right? John 15, verse 12 to 13, it says, this is my commandment, right? This is Jesus talking, that you love one another as I have loved you. Greater love has no one than this, that someone laid down his life for his friends. Jesus said that before he was crucified. Wow. His disciples didn't even know what he was talking about. And Jesus literally laid out his life. 1 John 3.16 says, By this we know love, that he laid down his life. This is after Jesus now was crucified. It says, mm -hmm. By this we know love that he laid down his life for us and we ought to lay down our lives for the brothers, right? For mankind. Mm -hmm. So now with this understanding of God being love, right? Yes. Of us understanding that if we need to learn how to love, we need to abide in Jesus. We need to abide to God. We need to abide in God. And he died for us, the greatest act of love. Mm -hmm. Now puts things into perspective to us, say, okay, well, Genesis, how are you going to love me? Eric, how am I going to love? Uh, uh, Eric, how are you going to love Genesis? Yeah. Now with that understanding, mm -hmm. right? And we could bring it back to the simple verse that we, we shared at the start, right? Um, if, if you don't fully know yet, if you're like, man, I'm not ready to die yet. I can't <laughs> lay down my life with this person completely. Okay, cool. But it says love is patient. Be patient. Love is kind. Be kind. It does not envy. <laughs> Don't be envious, right? It does yeah. not boast. It is not proud. It does not uh, dishonor others. It's not self-seeking. It is not easily angry. It keeps no records of wrongs. Mm -hmm. And throughout the whole word of God, you'll find different things that define love, right? But yeah. at the core of it, the extreme of it is somebody lays down their life just how Jesus laid down his life for the other person. Dying self. That's why the crucifixion of Jesus is so powerful because he died also to self. And that's a whole different thing in itself, mm -hmm. right? Yes, you're angry, but can you die to, se to self and say, okay, I'm not going to, I'm going to be cool. Yeah, let me can, forgive. Can you not be prideful, right? Can you do that one thing that you know your lady will love but you don't love, can you do that? Yes. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Then it gets, like, once you start having that understanding of what love is, who is love, and, and what, you know, understanding how God loved you, like, 
things just begin to shift. It's no longer about that gift. It's no longer just about the physical. It's now like very much spiritual and really understanding how God wants you to love that person. And so like I don't have a full conclusion as to how we are going to now carry on because now it's a process, right? Yeah. And how do we learn how to love each other? How do we? Mm-hmm. By abiding in the Lord. Exactly. And so what do we have to do in order to love each other? It's not a trick question. Abide in the Lord. Abide in the Lord. <laughs> so if we're not abiding in the Lord, we can't love each other. Mm-hmm. Right? If you're not abiding in the Lord, you can't love me. If I'm not abiding in the Lord, I can't love you. But also, check this out. Yeah. But also, if you're not abiding in the Lord... You don't understand what love looks like. If I'm not abiding in the Lord, I don't understand what love looks like. So your your comment was, I don't think you love me. My response to the Holy Spirit was, I don't think we know what love is. Mm-hmm. And there's two challenges there, I think, for both of us that we can take away from this. Which are? We both need to abide in the Lord because one, I need to really learn how to lay down my life for you, right? Mm-hmm. And really, this is two things we both need to learn, but I'm going to split it in half because that's what I just feel like the Holy Spirit is revealing, right? Mm-hmm. I need to really learn what it looks like to lay down my life for you, and you need to learn what it looks like to really love. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You, you Through abiding in Him, He'll teach you this is what love looks like. It's not what you think, right? Mm -hmm. And that's the beautiful thing about God. Like he's willing to take us through that process and teach us. I know. Wasn't that crazy? So cool. Moral of the story is abide in Jesus and he'll teach you how to love. If you're having problems with love, if you you know somebody that has problems with love, go ahead. No, I was going to say, honestly, and not only, well, obviously this is with loving people correctly. But I started I just thought about it in this way. How you know I struggle when I have a previous of anger issues. Mm-hmm. So Wait you what did you say that one more time? You said you had a what? I have I don't think you said it correctly. It kinda of confused <laughs> me. Oh uh, I've had previous struggles with anger issues yeah. that I'm still working on, yeah, completely eliminating. So even abiding in the Lord will teach me not only to love you better, but to love my neighbor, my family, oh, yeah. my friends, my coworkers, this is love, my, period. My annoying classmates. <laughs> um, not to get angry and just take away those anger issues and replace them with loving his creations, loving mm-hmm. my brothers and sisters in Christ. It gets deep, though. I, I love that you're saying that because it, it gets very deep when you learn how to love. Like what I'm what I'm receiving from that, too, is like when you learn how to love, you're also learning how to deal with those internal issues for even for yourself. Yeah, Unlearning 
Yeah. Those unlearning. Yeah, the love teaches you how to unlearn, mm-hmm. essentially. And that can go to depression. That can come to self, uh, self, Harm. self, yeah, self harming and and self uh, doubt or self esteem issues, self hate. Like when you learn how to love, when you learn to see how God loves you, when you learn about who is love, right? When you abide in the Lord through, I mean, the key is abiding in the Lord. Like so many things begin to shift. Yeah, yeah, like through a heavenly lens because the Lord and. This verse, this whole passage has been spoken to me. Yeah. And to abide? No, to, I, I believe it's Psalms 139. Mm-hmm. Um, my frame was not hidden from you when I was made in the secret place. When I was woven together in the depths of the earth, your eyes saw my unformed body. All the days ordained for me were written in your book before one of them came to be. It's just God basically forming you. Yeah, yeah. You were knitted in the womb. Like, yeah, he formed you. He knew you before you were even Yeah. Yeah, formed. and abiding the Lord will allow you to see that and mm. finally understand that. Because I, I read that all the time. Yeah. I, I've been, spoke, I've, that's something I've listened to hundreds of times. Yeah. But I'm still in a process of believing. Mm. Well, that that's goes into even the supernatural, right? Like, and again, it's no, all, I believe it. No, I believe it. But just understanding, you know, man. No, I mean, yeah, God that's what, loves me. That's like, what I'm he saying. Really, he really made me. Oh no, I feel you 100. percent I'm literally. That's where I'm at too. I mean, even just believing that God came down from heaven and 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 would crucify His one and only Son. You know what I mean? Like, it's supernatural stuff. But it's tough. It's very tough. But, you know, again, it's just I think abiding in the Lord will will begin to reveal these things to us. And even if we don't fully understand that all the way, like, it's okay. He'll reveal the things that we need to understand in that moment. Yo, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So... So that's pretty much it, guys. We're not going to continue this. If you enjoyed this episode, if you enjoyed the presence of my beautiful, beautiful, beautiful... Y'all better enjoy be, this. Soon to be... Mrs. Villatoro. Yes. If you enjoyed her, please um, just write it in the comment section. Send me some messages. I'll send it to her. Yeah, and um, if y'all got any tips, you. let me know, too, because I'm not comfortable in front of the camera yet yeah if there, but i have to be yeah if there's anything that we I'm said be a teacher i'd be coming from the children yeah <laughs> if there's anything that we said that you know uh, spoke to you let us know if there's anything that we said that you feel like we need to clarify it on or you need clarity on let us know if there's anything that we said that maybe is incorrect correction like let us know like she said earlier she's been walking with the lord for a year and I've been walking for the Lord about two years, but or also babies. But also, don't get it twisted, right? Like, age doesn't really fully matter in the kingdom, but we're all flawed. So yeah. it's kind of like there is revelation, but also sometimes we need help. And so, if you would like to help us, shoot Please us a message. It, visit uh, visit us at the Wandering Sun uh, on Instagram, Facebook, obviously YouTube. Uh, let us know. Mm-hmm. We'll be back next week with another episode. If you enjoyed this format, I really enjoyed this format. I thought this was like super fun. 
I actually came with some Bible verses this time. I came ready. I was praying on this. So if you enjoy that, then definitely let us know. And uh, yeah, before we get out of here, I was just going to pray for you guys really quick. Um, and we'll call it a day. Cool? Amen. Awesome. So Father God, I just thank you, Lord, for every person watching right now. I pray, Lord, for an overwhelming flow of your love in their spirit, in their soul, in their body body. Father, I just ask that you will supernaturally uh, just overwhelm them with your love, Father, that they wouldn't even understand where it's coming from. I just pray right now, Holy Spirit, that you would fill them completely with your love. And I pray, Lord, that these these words, these verses that were spoken will not fall on dry ground, that it would fall on on, on some nice, beautiful, solid ground that would cause for uh, fruits. Uh, I, I pray, Father, that they would understand that they would, uh, that these words will help them navigate through whatever that they're going through. And I just ask God that you would give them revelation, that you would help them in their relationships in whatever state that they are, whether it is girlfriend, boyfriend, family, um, friends, co-workers, whatever the case may be, Lord, I just, I just impart right now an understanding and, and just fresh revelation to them, be able to, uh, manage their relationships. But also father, I pray for a revelation on the importance of abiding in your love and the importance of really just having a relationship with you, God, because we understand that that is supernatural in itself. So I just pray, Father, for an an open heart right now. In Jesus, Jesus, Jesus' name, Father, I just ask God that you would just, man, pull your glory on them, God. Do you. You (laughs) heard? Yes, sir. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. That's it, guys. Thank you. We'll catch you on the next episode, episode 33. And, uh, Ooh, yo, 33. Let's go. We out. Peace. Bye. Don't mind that gun. I I didn't mean to shoot you. Well, I shoot you with the power of the Lord. (laughs)